Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, Good House 1968. This is Brother White speaking. What I do is read and interpret from the Quran, the Tanakh, or the Hebrew Bible. Uh, support the ministries that, therefore, that the Bible students are able to get Qurans and Bibles. For those of them, them, excuse me, for those of them who have fi- financial troubles. So I want to be able to supply the brothers and sisters who have financial troubles with their ability to have the spiritual, religious uh, literature and material that they need in order to learn the word of God, the word of good. So, please support the ministries by going to goodhouse1968.space, and the website there, you don't have to leave your email address or sign up on a mailing list. Uh, You can just browse the website, and I have thousands of products there. So, you could browse the website, and uh, you'll find women's men, hot hygiene, as well as beauty, health products there. All right, so please support the ministry so the brothers and sisters are able to get their spiritual material or their spiritual literature, to be able to learn the word of God, the word of good, to be able to do good actions in their lives and convert over and change their lives from evil, wickedness, no good to good. All right, good, I pray to you. Strengthen me up. I'm a little tired. It's four in the morning. Strengthen me up so that I'm able to speak the word of good, the word of God, not the word of possessing demons or vampires or tornadoes, which are in the room with me right now. They're everywhere because air is where the tornadoes occupy. So remember that just as you think you're alone, you're not alone. And we may think of tornado as uh, columnless clouds or just different clouds uh, or, or, or thunderstorms or things like that. But they occupy here everywhere. You can't live without the, uh, just as some animals can't live without the manure or feces of other animals, you can't live without their uh, cast off. Well, there's pure impurities, we don't know, but we know we can't live without air, oxygen, and the mixtures in the air. So, tonight we're going to be talking about the fallen angels, and uh, 
we're going to be talking about cleanliness and things like that. Excuse me. Let me go on. With, uh, let me pray. Good. I pray that you open our hearts and open my mind, body, spirit, and uh, come through and speak your word as you want your word to be spoken. Let your word be spoken clearly, because I know I don't have a good voice, but let your word be spoken clearly. And the brothers and sisters may be able to understand and to be able to apply what you say. Not to be strayed off because of fear of demons or darkness or evil, wicked, no good, or good, stiff things. Or even the tornadoes or being alone or just breathing air. Open our hearts that we are not cowards and that we do not fear anything but you, Lord. And fear you always and forever, never changing or straying from the left or to the right. Not believing in the demonic things the demons put in our minds, hearts, and bodies, and spirit. To believe in things that uh, are not relevant or not truthful but or not correct. But to believe they want us to believe in lies. Pondering your day and night, putting thoughts in your head that this is going to happen or this, 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 that. And... They're not true. And you do those things out of a recall from sinful, from sin within us. So I pray that you remove this and strengthen this up, that we're able to be able to take in your spiritual food, to take in your word, laws, rules, regulations, and commandments, and let you direct our steps. Praise praise in the name of Yeshua. Shalom. Amen. Amen. Shalom. All right, we're talking about the fallen angels. Now, first of all, they are not clean beings. They still, as you bathe, you wonder why you have to bathe over and over again, sometimes or every day or even two or three times a day, and then the funk comes back. Where do you think the cleanliness that you are working for, the good actions you're working for to preserve yourself healthy and alive, where do you think that's going? Demons drain the cleanliness off of, they drain it off of good action or good righteous practicing people. There is nothing clean in their world, never has, nor ever will be. They take the, the they take the good, excuse me, that they get, and they use it for their own well-being. Also, they are vampires. And it may sound strange or crazy or not, but you know those feelings you get in your groin area. And you sometimes feel like something's raping you or things like that. That's them sucking you off, sucking the good out of you. They suck it out of your life, too, whether or not you realize that your life is under protection, but the bad action or the unrighteous or the evil wicked no the evil wicked no good and good stiff so they even steal the information in your head and your mind you often wonder when you think of a good idea develop it put it to existence then somebody else popped up with the idea those are demons. They steal your ideas and things like that. They have no good intentions of helping you to learn 
or do anything. Even if you were ignorant and stupid, they would constantly ponder over the ignorance and stupidity for their own good to get what little you have or what worthless little in your head you have. And you shouldn't go around being ignorant or stupid because you should let the Lord educate your mind, your heart, your body, and your spirit. And you shouldn't question things of the Lord all the time. Now, you can question some things that you don't stand, understand. Your scriptures say you can come to them always, but can you actually come to a person always with stupid things? And that person tries to educate you, but yet you constantly come back with stupid things you don't remember. So we want to pray that we are not left stupid by the Lord or ignorant. We want to pray for the intelligence and wisdom from the Lord and the Lord's memory. We do not want to, because and a good example here is, if your mind was to be read by everybody, by the Lord, to produce good action material or righteous action material, could you allow the Lord to be able to use you as a tool or utensil for that? Or would your mind, brain, everything up there just crank down with gutter thoughts and ideas? So this is what we are preparing for, and this is what we want to prepare for. We always want to be in, pre in preparation by directing, letting the Lord direct our step. The, we take the first step, the Lord gently glides us or moves us, motion, distance, throughout space and time to our miracle to happen or our healing. Now, taking the Lord's grace and mercies, do we show others kindness, grace, and mercy? If you went to a martial arts class and you were there only a day or however long, and you asked the person to help you commit a murder, but he refused to do so, so you left. If you saw him on the street in insanity, if you were going to the doctor and were going to miss your doctor's appointment or wherever you were going, if it were important or you couldn't get back if you stopped, would you do so to help and aid and assist that person? Or would you keep riding and leave him there if he was enacting out paranormal, psychotic moods? Well, that, that situation or the example I gave has happened to a lot of us. And in our hearts, at the last moment, we decide, well, it's not a good action or righteous action. It's not worth it. It's me over him because the first thing that God put, regardless of what anyone says, 
excluding his ministries and his work, you put yourself first. So the thing is, we have decisions to make. And we are given freedom to speak our decisions. And we are given freedom by the Lord, the freedom of to make our own decisions. So, do we strand ourselves or give up, if we were sick, a chance to be cured of an ailing ailment? It's up to that individual, but remember, in situations like that, the Lord has made a way and possibly would have made a, a way for you. Or it could have been that if you would have stopped at that situation, that point in space and time, it might have been a miracle performed by you, by God, and not demons or the devil. And this is another thing. We should remember the works of the Lord and be grateful, not like the ungrateful angels, fall, excuse me, fallen angels. Because this is why they're in the condition and state they are in where they cannot repent. It's like a Negro or niggerly something holding them down and back from any good action or righteous actions. So these are what niggerly actions are also known as burdens. Well, you just can't find it in your heart to do right because you're making or you think you're so successful in making so much money. These are the things that demons chase down, but not the money that we have, because that money is so-so. These things are chased down, and it's like poachers hunting for an elephant's, uh, excuse me, an elephant's tusk. They go to far extremes for these, and they're very valuable, so it's good and good actions. And if they could acquire these at whatever means, the same with demons, they would or will do. They would even drive you to insanity to suck the good that you have out of you. But all should remember, this is why God promises us, a better way of life in the new kingdom or heaven. These things will no longer be a burden to us because we won't need them. Now, we go to animals, and animals, we often wonder when our pet dies or or uh, we see an animal brought in as wild game from a hunt. And we wonder, why does God permit that? When they can, well, in the beginning, they couldn't do us no harm. And then a lot of them still can't do us harm. Why does God permit the execution of them? We often think as we see the execution of others, or even think of the execution of the Christ, and no disrespect 
ever meant to the Christ or Yeshua. We look at that and say, well, that's not what nowhere near what the animals are getting. They're getting killed. They don't have any chance of resurrection or everlasting life. And we ponder over those thoughts, and then we find out. Age-old day creatures carry animals. Why is it that the Lord cast the demons and pigs when it came out of that crazy man in the mountains? What value or how much worth of value did they have? We look at that and we see this. Once they were touched, the fever got on and went on. They started to sin like us, but in a a way that is not recognizable by us. So, they became as possibly they were from where they came from. Whether it was hell or or in a cave or wherever, a cave sealed off, wherever they came from, they were carrying demons. They had to have been. Or just carrying ghost spirits, unclean things, from where they were from. From age-old days. I don't know how old an animal is. Or whether they were here for millions, or even billions, or even millenniums. I don't know. I'm not God. But yet they're carriers here now to this day. They're carriers for the arsenal of spiritual warfare of demons, as well as their means of how they're able to possess us. So, think. How do they get into your home so easily? Now, a lot of us don't have pets, but you have bugs. You have uh, bugs that uh, drink blood. And they carry these demons. Now, you may think, well, it's too small. How could you carry something from a star? But did a star actually come down or start to feed down? These are things we want to be aware of, which is why... Jehovah or good, and Yeshua when he was here tells us to be clean because cleanliness is next to godliness. You know how you're getting next to godliness by being clean because you don't have the demons sucking off your good and you're able to use that good productively and produce more good or more good actions and righteous actions. You're able to produce good that reaps ripe fruit or or heavenly rewards. We often think of why we're told not to go to to spirit mediums. But why should we not go to spirit mediums And even watch a lot or some or many of our experiments that we do in life. Because they come spirits or demons in forms. 
and they project that as someone you know. So you go against that person and no longer socialize with them because you're constantly having what's called premonition uh, of thoughts of uh, a person that you know haunting you. Well, these are demons. And the Lord will tell you they are not they are not those beings, they are not them. And demons will continuously continu- continuously try to fool you. Even stopping you from sharing the Lord's grace and the Lord's good with them. So remember this. We don't want to lose our good to demons. We don't want to accept their demonic subconscious submission or control of your good to get you to worship and reverence their gods or them or their idols, which is their gods as well as many other things. And we often would say or think that we would often think or not be able to think that there these gods were not things such as money or things you really think you need or need and you reverence in their demonic thoughts and fashions and forms. We don't want to let them control us or put thoughts in our heads to cause us to stray to the left or to the right from the center line or the narrow road leading to everlasting life. We don't want to stray off this road. We want to let the Creator continue to guide us and direct us down this path. We don't want to be worried about demonic thoughts of creating planets or extraordinary things that we don't know how long it took the creator to do and we don't know the technology involved and we don't know the knowledge involved and the brain, mind, or head that had to be the brain, mind, or head how it had to be situated in order to do such extraordinary creations. We don't want to let the demonic thoughts in our subconscious minds stray us off to believe that man could have done so or created the universe like a lot of religions preach and teach. We don't want to lose our dignity believing we could recreate like they clone babies recreate man or something something to a a ratio 75% I'll say to something like the creation of us or the creation the creation of us or even the great creation of the creator. 
You may be able to reclone seed, but could you actually make a seed from nothing? The technology involved. Now going to the Quran reading. And Pharaoh and those before him and cities overthrown committed habitual sin. What do we see today? We take President Clinton, for example, married man, and goes and has sex beyond the marital arrangement, commits adultery, habitual sin. These sins that we light and they ponder and push on our head, don't do it when we'll, before we do it, when we do it, and after we did it. We shouldn't have done it. Don't do it anymore. These sins possess the worlds today. And the average population, instead of 75%, I would say 90%, are habitual sinners. Now, someone that a lie but remember as the Bible or the Lord said in the last days it would, those saved or delivered or offered salvation would be if you took a beat and you picked up a palm of sand it will be like that sand in your hand you could possibly count if God permits. But could you count the whole beat? Or could you count the sand's foundation? No. And if anyone ever told you that only the Creator could do that, and they are a lie. Now you may say or ponder. In the new kingdom we can, but we don't know how extraordinary we will be. Because God tells us not to dwell on those things, but on the present. The present situation that is at hand right now. And disobey each the messenger of their Lord, so he punished them with an abundant penalty. If God sends a message to you, possibly occur after you 
refuse to accept or believe the message is that all other messages will be cut off and it will be only like a whisper in your head guiding you or your conscience or subconscious. No more blessings from the Creator or gifts of life, gifts of mercy. No more of these shown, so when you stick your hand in the hole, instead of you pulling out a rabbit, a creature comes out with your with your arms. It may not be that funny. Excuse me, I'm sorry about that. It's not funny, but this is what we're looking at when we don't heed God. Because when you don't heed him or listen to him, you don't heed, <coughs> excuse me, you don't, <coughs> you don't heed law and order or, or, or correctness. When we, when the water of Noah's flood overflowed beyond its limits, carried you mankind in the floating ark, he showed his merciful grace to Noah and his family, as well as to those few of the animals that were on the ark, he gave them their life to live a little longer that we might make it a reminder unto you and that ears that ears that should hear the tale and retain its memory should bear its lessons in remembrance So this here, when it says remembrance, there are lessons in remembrance. We should we should the lessons we learn from the Creator, we should bear those lessons in remembrance, be great and be grateful that He disciplined us. So that we wouldn't regret one day when we're, if we, being sitting up in the penitentiary for natural life on death row, things like that, that you regret because you did not take the creator's advice. These form of things we do not want to do. But we want to be humble, graceful. And we want to pray that the demons do not come out upon, upon us as a stronghold. Invisible blinding and striking out against you 
because of the good actions and righteous actions you do and bear witness to. Never let or don't let anyone tell you that the important thing is not good actions or righteous actions. Because these good actions and righteous actions are worship to the Creator and reverence of His rules, regulations, laws, commandments. And this shows that that we are we humbly accept what the Creator has done for us. Then when one blast is sounded on the trumpet, and the earth is moved and its mountains, and they are crushed at one stroke. So, will we see the Creator actually crush the earth? Or what may be unseen that we shouldn't part, try and take part with the earth because of the belief that we will have a better life or a better way of life without a, better, uh, a living hell? He will strike down the evil, wicked, no good, and good stiff life of the earth. Crush the mountains that support what is a curse that I say in the earth. The Lord will come, which is why he has to come as a thief in the night, through hell, through thick and thin, for our salvation and deliverance. And this is what we should be respectful and grateful for. And we shouldn't be disrespectful or let the devil build our pride for side up. If the devil saw something that broke your pride or dropped your pride, wouldn't he stop it by putting, if you stuck a broom or pencil or ink pen up your behind, wouldn't he put, well, Put his spirits there, his demons and evil and wicked, no good people that you couldn't see when you tried to deprive. Which is why they say how dastardly are the words I couldn't even think of the devil is. Anything to send you to his world of darkness so that he is not left uncomforted. On that day shall the great event come to pass, and the sky will be rent asunder, for it will that day be flimsy. Flimsy sky, does, do, will we have storms Armageddon day, or will it be sea storms, a boatload of beings coming at your head, and what you would think was an imagination? But if the Bible says it, believe it. Even though sometimes I find the resurrection hard to believe because men and women have attempted to raise the dead for thousands of years and never accomplished it. Only one, Yeshua, or prophet ordained by the true great creator, good God, Jehovah Dunai, whatever you want to call him. 
That day shall ye be brought to judgment, not an act of yours that ye hide when hidden. On judgment day, pat on the back and told just to leave. But the Creator says, I forgive you. After death, your sins are forgiven. So what is actually meant here? Well, let's think about it. It says your your not an act of yours that you hide will be hidden. So what book of judgment are we written in that our actions will be revealed? And what punishment can you give the dead? The dead, they are conscious of nothing at all. They're not conscious of this world. That's what it means when it says not conscious of nothing at all. So how do you punish the dead? There are demons down there. Jehovah, God, or good, or Adonai, Allah, he controls uh, them the way he controls anything. Where they... It's controlled just like a force pushing a block across the table. But with the creator, there is no friction because his force goes with great stamina. The demand is that it, the demand, it gets accomplished or done. And the angels will be on its side, and eight will that day bear the throne of thy Lord above them. So why would God let the angels bear? It says the angels will be on its sides, and eight will that day bear the throne of the Lord. Lord said he would never give his throne to anybody, so how is the angels to bear on the side of the Lord? It's spiritual, something that we can't perceive unless it was Armageddon day to day. We would be seeing it, but it's not that I know of. That day shall ye be brought to judgment. Okay, I, I've covered that. Then he that will be given his record in his right hand will say, Ah, here, read ye my record. I did really think that my account would one day reach me. For the righteous of the good action people who practice it, and he will be a life of bliss in a garden high. So for the righteous action ones, we have a book of life. For the wicked, they have a book of records that I say because they do. 
this book of records, who is actually the keeper, the person, or what entity, or be oh my head, or being holds this book? It is interesting because when we think we're not being watched like a drug dealer, we're being, he's being watched and recorded, a lot of them. So this book was recording us, who is the keeper, what is he supposed to do with this book? That's something to think about as far as the judgments of what is to occur to a blood sperm clot with the oxygen in it of us who are not righteous action beings or bad action beings. But remember, we do righteous actions, not just for the love of the Creator, but for the love of, we do good actions, actions, and righteous actions, not only for the love of the Creator, excuse me, not for the love of the Creator, but for the love of good and being able to preserve good and help our communities survive, to help our fallen man to help those in dire need and distress. Allah will remove all blessing from usury, but will give increase for deeds of charity. So we have these charities established by Satan and his demons to divert the proper use or correct use of our funds. God foresees his own chariot, excuse me, his charity in mankind. And this, this mankind is used as a tool, a utensil, to do or carry out the actions of the Creator. So, we do not need to be worried on a day-to-day basis about supporting chariots. One thing that is a must that I say support is the police force. Because without them, you would not be able to do good, righteous actions or good actions or good actions or righteous actions. I have spoken to sheriffs and listened and learned how bad their financial conditions were And they exposed of the conditions of the law enforcement. 
We think that they're rich, but they have a lot of dues they have to pay. First is protection from what we do today is prosecute them when they kill someone or beat someone. But we do not realize that that is one cause because they are in financial need, die in distress, which is why a lot of them go bad. And which is why a lot of them open businesses. So remember, charities like that you support. If you do not do it, then take notice of war from Allah and his prophet Muhammad. But if you turn back in repentance, so let me cover this war part. There is a war going on today, as we see in the overseas. And this war is the war prophet Muhammad to speak symbolically to speak I couldn't say I can't think of another name to call it but this war is going on today it's going on overseas and they say they're doing this in the name of Prophet Muhammad But if you turn your back in repentance, you shall have your capital sums. Do not deal unjustly, and you shall be dealt with. Do not deal unjustly, and you shall not be dealt with unjustly. So let's take an instance. You did a robbery. And you did this robbery 20 years ago, and then something comes up, and you get robbed. We may think that the Lord forgot us, or that the Lord forgave us. Just because you went to the penitentiary, that's man's justice. But the Lord's justice, did the Lord actually forgive you? Or would he like to put you back in there and have you behind bang while you're in there? This, we have to understand and think about when we think we got away with something did we actually get away with it or did it actually come back to haunt us from the great God above tell them Jehovah Dunai Allah good even Yahweh whatever name you call them it could have come from them or it may be waiting right around the corner And if and if the debtor is in difficulty, give him time till it is easy for him to repay. But if you forgive it the debt but if you forgive it the debt by the way of charity, that is best for you if you only knew. 
if the debtor is in difficulty. So now we go to we have we have a uh, price to pay. Do we give those who owe us who are impoverished or have no way to pay? If they owed you a spiritual debt, do you forcefully tear it out of them? Make them pay a spiritual way, a spiritual, spiritual dangerous or harmful way without holding conscience, excuse me, without holding cautious behind. Meaning they're not cautious to what they do to you, and they don't care. Do you hold this spiritual debt against them or give them time to pay? If you saw not only were you the debtor, would you hold this against them and do as you please with the others? In order for us to show love, Humbleness, prideless. If you want forgiveness, you ask, you, excuse me, you have to do or forgive. You have to do forgiveness. And by doing forgiveness, your actions should be forgiveness. Everything you do, if you want forgiveness, you, you should be forgiving. Now, if something goes over and over and over and over, and it's something that is beyond unclean because it keeps reoccurring by an individual, beings, or whatever, do you forgive them and allow the devil to increase the rope that he's giving you? Something to hang yourself. Bang, man. <laughs> We want to be forgiving in all our actions and loving in all our actions and praising the word of God or good always and never ending or ever or never stopping. Not even letting up the thought if we could. Now, if we could lose our soul, we should lose it for the ministries or for the works of God as a utensil tool. Because how do you not know if they in the last days are able to make DNA planes or RNA planes, how do you know you are not in a DNA bomb of the creator? We don't know. We don't even know our complete own makeup, and the creator has told us that over and over again. So be aware. And to say people go and speak with these occult. Say that you could lose your soul to the devil or these occult gods or demons, and that is not possible. You can never lose your soul. They can never take you out of your soul. Only the Creator, good, Adonai, Allah, 
Jehovah, Yahweh. He is the only one that is able to do so. The devil may be able to take you apart and do illusions and tricks, but those are illusions and tricks and works of the devil. The devil can never completely shear you from you because he does not know the creation and he does not know how we are made completely. You can sit there and watch somebody do something. But if somebody know you were going to do so much evil, wickedness, no good, good stuff, do you actually think even the angels above or wherever, the messengers above or wherever, do they actually, can they actually reproduce or, I lost my thought there, but can they actually reproduce? God looks out from heaven upon the human race to see if even one is wise, even one seeks God or can understand. Every one of them is unclean, altogether corrupt. Not one of them does what is good, not a single one. Won't these evildoers Ever learn, they devour my people as if they were eating bread, and they never call on the Creator or good. So, if you are being eaten like bread, don't go to the cult side, ladies and gentlemen. Think of it. Eating, eaten like bread. Taking as vampires your good, and as well as as well as well, if you want to know, suctioning you left and right to the left or right of God's of God, what God has uh, set down, excuse me, where God has directed you and sends you on the narrow road that leads to everlasting life or a better good action life, righteous action life. If only salvation for Israel would come out of desire. When God restores his people's fortunes, what joy for Yochif, what gladness for Israel. Now, here we're speaking about uh, something that took place back then. And this will take place with us today.
if we believe, trust, have faith, and we spiritually uplift others to the conversion, which is to do the same, have faith, build our faith off of one another and the creator. Now, we're building our faith, belief, and trust in truth from what the creator has laid down for us as a utensil, but not what is here today. Well, I don't know everything about what's here today. He cursed the earth. So I'm thinking, well, if there's a great cleanup process in the new kingdom, what will we actually be cleaning up? Now, we could be told or we we could have been told by our own congregation members it would be nuclear things and buildings. But will we actually clean these up? Will the earth cover it over? This, These things from Satan's world or Satan's empower us, the things that empower the devil and the power and state that he is in now. These things will be gone. So I don't know if the rewards would be a new house in the new kingdom because I don't know if they will even be building houses or things or vehicles and things like that or even airplanes or uh, being able to send out satellites to get television. These things are things that the scripture also mentions, things of the past. So if we had an issue with one tree, do you think in the new kingdom you will be cutting down those trees? Because just like I used to think they don't have a value, you can do anything you want, even the animals. The eye of God shows mercy and grace to these creatures. So don't go telling the animal and kicking on him saying you're stupid, ignorant, and dumb. You don't know how intelligent he was because he could have set you up on the bad side, a rifle side of God to create a good. So who's stupid? Who's the fool? You going to hell. Or even... The animals set you up with the devil and God against both rafts of their nat of uh, both rafts of their anger. Did I say that correctly? Rafts of both of them. All right, that is it for my ministries tonight. I'm going to say a prayer. But remember to support the church and the church ministries. Please go and shop at Good House 1968.space so that you may be able to help the brothers and sisters who are not able to get spiritual literature and materials. Because remember, as when I'm not around, they're going to have to read their scriptures in order to build up their faith, trust, truth, and belief. Without these things, you're left without the working tools you need in order to do good actions and righteous actions. Don't go believing that you can write down your own good actions, righteous actions, or do good actions, righteous actions. You must have 
Bibles. You must have the religious literature that I have written. And the religious literature that I do or will write. These things are important to your being delivered by the deliverer. By a prophet of God, it only means messenger. Messenger, even deliverer, expression I just, the expression I use there. Because you too, as you speak the word of God, are a prophet. But remember, in order to speak the word of God, well, I think you guys, uh, in order to speak the word of God, remember the good actions, righteous actions come with it. So you must be doing that and continue to do so. I pray, good, that you open the hearts, minds, and purity of, our, of us. Delivered from the vampires of Satan, delivered from the demons, the animals that are that do the devil's will or the demon's will or the spirits of the ghosts. Deliver us from them that we are not touched and we do not anger both parties and not know so and be blinded in the eyes of the unbeliever. Deliver us from these things in these ways. Even the soul is a catcher or a serpent because it is, it is filled or is sin. It is built of sin, RNA and DNA sin. So deliver us from these things and keep us delivered and protected from these things. Do not let us go sacrificing or protecting our own soul over God's works to be done by us. But yet, let us do these works and the fear that we have be the fear of the Lord. Protect us and protect us from being deceived to other gods or deities or idols, because those are the least. We know that we're not supposed to bow down to idols, but do we know other things we're not supposed to worship and don't recognize we're worshiping them? Protect us from this and protect us from Satan and the spirits and the ghosts, spiritual warfare, that is in our subconscious as well as our body, our mind, our spinal column. Something we do not own, but you own, God, and always will. I ask that you strengthen us and protect us from these, these things. And let not your wrath go against us. I pray this in the name of Yeshua, Amen, Shalom, or Jesus Christ, Messiah. Shalom, amen, amen, shalom. Amen, shalom, shalom, amen. All right, you guys have a good one, and don't forget to support the church. That website again is goodhouse1968.space.